You thought it was Halloween at first, didn't you? You really did! But that can only mean one thing. Not all guests get their own theme song. But this wild, wacky broad does. That's right. We've already set it up. We have no idea what she's doing, where she's at. But chaos will ensue in the next segment. Heidi Fang, the Las Vegas Review Journal's very own content creator, provider. Uh, I don't know. I mean, she has so many titles. What's up, girl? How you doing, TC? Hey, I'm pretty good there. What is this, a little Rico's sister or something? Or uh, you coming out of a Bronx tale with Sonny? Uh, I don't what know do you, what, what the got? problem is here. <laughs> I was huh? talking to my friend. He's from Brooklyn. <laughs> we had a long conversation. Uh, I came on your show next, so uh, that's the thing. That, that That's the thing. All right. That's pretty good. Uh, you know, it's uh, Brooklyn. You know, you, you're having a little dinner over there. What are you having? A little pasta? What do you, what do you got? You got oh, a little I wish I was in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> oh, I'd have a chicken parm. <laughs> I'd have some gabagoo. <laughs> Cannoli. Cannoli. Gotta have the cannolis, girl. Got to have the cannoli. A cannoli and a spumoni. That's what my friend used to call it. He never said cannoli. He said cannoli. Cannoli. There you go. And then and then I'd have, uh, oh, what would I have? This is in Brooklyn right now. I think I'd have to have some pastrami from somewhere. And, uh... Uh, then we go to Queens to go to the Greek place and get some spanakopita because it's not the same out here. That sounded a little the X-rated the there pie. about thirty seconds ago. That almost sounded orgasmic. I mean, was what that when she I <laughs> get a pie with some nice peppers on it, and then uh, they didn't have the peppers. Oh, what would I? I get the white pie. The white pie. No sauce. <laughs> Just the white cheeses. <laughs> Oof. Ooh, the mozzarella. So the mozzarella. good. There you go. So good. All right. Uh, that uh, that uh, restaurant segment was brought to you by the one and only Heidi <laughs> Fang. I think we talked about tacos. <laughs> I know, right? You, we, you went all Italian on me. That's oh, good. I did. I did. But I, my friend is Italian. Right. And we were talking. And this is how we talk. Is so, it? like, we talked for, like, a good hour because, you know, some stuff happening back over in my other home. We had to talk <laughs> for a while. And just, you, after a while, you hear it and you know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little <laughs> you got a little Rosie O'Donnell in you right there. You know? That was a little Rosie. You know? Or or a little Rosie Perez. That's, that's what was going on there. Oh, yeah. Give me that. She's different, Billy. <laughs> 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 Don't be so stupid, Billy. <laughs> That's it, Billy. Oh, I Billy. gotta get the higher pitch. When I say I'm thirsty, I don't mean I want a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> That boy, that's it. I, I don't have the pitch. Rosie is just one of a kind. I love Rosie. Hey, I love her so, so much. I haven't seen Rosie. She was the original Fly Girl. Yeah. Oh, Fly Girl. Fly Girl. Yeah. Do you know that? She was the one choreographing J Lo. If there was no Rosie yeah. Perez, no one would know J Lo. That's that's a good point. That's great. So speaking yeah. of, spoke speaking of Rosie, uh, I hadn't seen her in a while, right, on TV or anything. And then all of a sudden, I am in love with Your Honor. Okay, are you familiar with Your Honor on Showtime? Oh yeah, yeah, 
yeah, yeah. I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, this, I didn't watch this. Don't start yet. I didn't get to this one yet. Okay, so yeah, uh, episode one came out on Sunday. I actually watched it last night, and there's Rosie. Rosie's back. She's got a prominent role. It was like I've, mm-hmm. I, I was a little bit different role for her, but I like it. You know, she's like an attorney. Pretty cool. But she, I've she always you, wanted her to. You sound just like her, Heidi. Okay, you sounded just like her right there. <laughs> I always wanted her to call a boxing fight. Do you see her boxing tweets? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. You got to follow her on Twitter for the combat sports. You're right. No, no. She's great uh, regarding the sweet science or or anything of that matter. And she's a sports girl, too. That's that's a love about her. Yeah. Yeah. The girl after my heart. I love Rosie Perez. One of those things where you talk about celebrity dinner, who would you want? I would want to sit with Rosie. Oh, that'd be a six-hour dinner. I mean, yeah. yeah. Can, can you imagine what That's that my, content would be? That'd be outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could vibe, me and her, for real. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, you get a little bit of downtime. The Raider season's over. You're at that facility like 18 days a week. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Game days, you're there early. You're tailgating. You're eating. You're trying to uh, get the press box food. Then you're down in the field. Then you're in some box. And then you're in the locker room That's, afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, be You honest. are summing it about, uh, but I, you forgot the part where afterwards I'm doing the editing, the video, yeah. and putting it on the, the podcast. But that's okay. Because you, you on top of it, TC, you know exactly where I am, yeah. <laughs> where I am, what I do. You about summed it up. I know, I know. So you got to be kind of glad that the the season's over. I mean, you kind of no, no, really. I love the chaos. I live and thrive in it. That's true. I love football. That's true. That's true. Yeah. What are the chaos yeah. are you getting involved with right now? I know we got UFC. Oh, well, I right? so. Yeah, well, I didn't get back right to the UC right away. You know, they put me on assignment. So I went to the uh, UNLV press conference mm-hmm. about the new offensive coordinators and defense coordinator and special teams coordinator. Got to hear from Barry Odom a little bit. It was good. I, he's very, I like him. Me too. Like what he brings to the table, like just open personality to the point, all about business focus, getting this team locked in. I think he's going to really bring something special to this team. I mean, the whole Bobby Petrino thing is a little bit like, oof, what happened there, right? And I'm yeah. sure, and he addressed it straight up. No, you know, cutting around corners, no right. trying to hide that it was it was a strange and odd situation. Just got straight to it. And I respect that. I respect a lot of how he broke that down and what he had to say. And then I went to Golden Knights today and, uh, you know, Mark Stone injured. Yeah. So... I had to go, uh, we heard from Marchie, another March soul, mm-hmm. heard about, you know, what, what this team needs to do to get back on the winning track after a couple losses. So I'm all back locked in all over Las Vegas, scouring the sports scene. Everyone's like, oh, hey, you haven't showed up in a year. Right, right. I know. <laughs> I kind of get that too, you know, again, back to Golden Knights games. Cause I mean, let's, let's face it. I mean, with our schedules and everything and the hockey season is so darn long, can't go to 41 home games. I remember the first year I, I yeah. you know, with the playoffs, everything, I think I calculated, I think I missed four or five games that whole, and it was you just and I were- exhausting. 
you and I were in 2020 Purgatory, weren't we, in that weird corner up by that lounge? That was yeah, I remember a couple years Frank. afterwards. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. that, and that <laughs> going to that, that, and to watch you trying to video, I mean, to shoot pictures <laughs> with your 1,000 magnifying lens, I mean, from upstairs, you know, 5,000 feet away on the fourth floor is ridiculous. I know. Yeah. I did get some quality shots of Flurry. Yeah. From there. Yeah. I really did. Wow. I bet. Back then. I bet. Yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, I know what you're talking about. So now, hey, where you been? Well, we got this thing. We got football. We got basketball. You know, we got all this other stuff going Lacrosse, on. Lacrosse. So yeah. Well. Desert dog. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But it's great. We love it here. I mean, this is why we do what we do, right? Playing something. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Hell to the yeah, she says. Heidi Faye. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't even hold that one back. I thought, is this bad for radio? No, no, no. Weird? It's fine. It, it's It's only bad. When you're in church. Now, the question is, were you in church last Saturday or Sunday to go see Derek Carr? Because, again, you're like the Raiders roving reporter here. Derek Carr spoke at the church. And I don't know if he really dropped any, um, you know, riveting news or it was more just a, uh, you know, speaking, you know, to the power there. But uh, I know you covered it or wrote about it. Give us your take here. Yeah, so I'll start with this. There was a whole uh, men's prayer that's private for men, so I couldn't go to that. Um, <laughs> Wait, have they not they, met you before? You're one of the boys. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I be like that because that's what my friends say. That's <laughs> my boy, Heidi. <laughs> H. That's H. Fang. That's a fanger. They forget because of how we talk and right? you know, how we hang out. What? They, just, you know, they don't what? hold back on their boy talk, right. you know, man talk, what? whatever. You wear a and bra? I, I didn't know you wore a bra. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Speaking of getting in trouble. So, anyway, go yeah, ahead. It's, it's funny. It's funny. Um, they always tell me, you know, stuff that, and then they, they sometimes they'll stop themselves and they go, Oh wait, I forgot, you know, and I was like, we've all been around each other 20 years. We know, you know, but, um, so anyhow, they had like a private thing where he spoke to just the men first, um, about, you know, where his head was at direction and things like that. Um, and then they had the open service. For everybody, um, I'm not exactly familiar. I'm sorry. I, I'll be completely honest. I'm just not 100 percent like the most ultra religious person in the world. Right. So I don't know exactly what the denomination is of the church. So here's the thing. But, okay, know, I, and hold me. I'll yeah. tell you because you know. So you know, it, it's it's there is no denomination to it. So it is more of a. There are oh, some okay. people that that. You know, and I don't want to criticize because everybody has their own religion. I have mine. That's no, sort of everybody's thing. different. But, and right. I'm fine. But a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people call that like the popcorn church because it's it's just popcorn. Yeah, yeah. And well, because a lot of times, you know, they'll serve popcorn and then they'll they'll pass around the Kentucky Fried Chicken basket. You know, oh no the way! Bucket, that sort I think you're getting KSC in my yeah. basket. Yeah, right. So in a lot of these non-denominational churches, it's almost <laughs> like you know they're all there to praise the Lord, which is great. 
But again, for like traditional Catholics or Lutherans or other people mm-hmm. like that, Seventh Day Adventists, I mean, they just say, "Oh, we don't know," because it's just very, it's very casual. It's very casual. So you're okay, okay yeah, it, with that. Yeah, yeah. So not knowing that, it, 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 a lot of times they don't even have like certain things. Like you know, with Catholicism, you have the homily, and then you know you have right. con- consecration and all that stuff. So yeah, so you're okay. Don't worry about it. So it's just that's, no, that's it's a free for all over there. Yeah. And so, like, my grandmother, at one point, she was a, a Sunday school teacher, and this was before I was even born. And so, like, she would say, like, if you're going to go to church, you do this. There was, like, a set amount of things that you had to do. And there, this was not like that at all. And then there was, like, the whole thing with um the, uh, uh, uh I'm forgetting what she's, oh, hats. This is, I went, I went in, I didn't go to the church. I was online, and I was doing the feed. Yeah. So, um I was just running a feed to record it for the review journal, and I had permission from the church to do so, which was nice. But they um, they had um, like guys in there with hats, and so when you said the popcorn, that makes more sense to me now because I never seen a church where people wore hats. I've been to a lot of different services with different friends for different things. Yeah, and I, I just never seen people wearing hats in church, and I was like, what the yeah. heck? Yeah, no, it's so it, there's a lot of hats. It, it's more, <laughs> it's really more praise and worship than than anything. I, I think if, if you okay. want to try to sum it up there, I think that's what it okay. is. I haven't yeah. been, but I oh, mean, so you car, know, yeah. yeah. Back to yeah, car. What car say? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he uh, first of all, is very motivational. And it's interesting when you see different sides of somebody, because person that he is when he's at the podium inside the Raiders facility, it's not that he doesn't seem sure of himself, but it was like he's just Derek, mm-hmm. right? And just Derek Carr, he's the quarterback. And then you go and you see him in this kind of a setting, and he's a very, like, um, just commanding personality. And I never saw that at the podium, you know? And I wonder, too, like, what, what was he like really? Because we only got one year of full locker room access. So when we were in uh, Alameda at the headquarters there, because I covered the team as well, like I didn't have um, the access at that time because of the phase of my career to the locker room. I was just like a photographer. So when I was just doing photography, I the no cameras are allowed in the locker room. So you just don't go right, in. Right. And there was, I think, a couple occasions where I did, and like post-game we did, but it, depending on the, you know, how the game went, you get one kind of locker room when they lose, you get another when they win. Derek was always at the podium regardless. So yep. you never really saw him in the locker room. But like, it's just one of those things that you, you think about, like, what kind of person was he to all of these guys inside the locker room? Was he that super Derek or was he regular Derek or was he just like bro Derek? Like, But it was a good thing to see the other side of his personality and how he was talking about uh, what's next for him without hating his heart, you know, and saying that, you know, he thinks a lot of people like his brothers have spoken for him and that he was trying to get his own word out, which is that he just knows he needs to move on and take the last nine years, even though it was difficult for him going through that process and that he doesn't know what's next, that he said that he's just kind of um, not taking it as a, I forgot the exact words um, that he had, but in so many words, he's not upset in what he said. He said he's just accepting and not trying to be comfortable with this situation. He said comfortability is kind of like the enemy. And now he knows that he can't be comfortable in what he, his role was and that he's got to move on and uh, accept the different bumps that are going to happen along the road. So when you hear all of that broken down, it was really uh, kind of nice to, to see how he's dealing with it. Everybody has their own process. If he needs 
you know, Jesus, God, and to preach all about it, to for him to accept and harness and move on and know what he needs to do in his heart, then I'm all for that. But, you know, there's other people have different ways. Like some people go on ESPN and give an interview to Ian Rappaport, you know, but it's like <laughs> other guys want to do it on church. I, whatever works for you is my theory. That my, you know, but I, I think that he had a lot of good to say and that in his own kind of trying times that he's, experiencing that with this group and this church that, it, you know, he feels comfortable with at this level because that's, he grew up in a church. He always said, like, his grandfather, I think, was a pastor. He's an ordained pastor as well. So it's uh, how I think he likes to feel through and work through his issues. And, you know, the fact that he put it out there for the public to hear was, I think, good as yeah. well for other people who needed that kind of closure. And he went to a Christian high school too. You got to remember that he went to mm-hmm. a, that that type yeah. of of you know you know school there. Um, did he leave the door open at all, slightly open that he could return? Negative. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. I don't get that at all. Yeah. I think if there's some crazy, crazy, serious situation. Now remember, though, the money becomes guaranteed, right? After um, February sixteenth, yeah, it it's going to be, so. be a trade, mm-hmm. or and again, you know, or, or just wave him and cut him, and the Raiders are going to want yeah. to get something for him, and then he has the no mm-hmm. trade clause, so it's really not, you know. Remember, he's still a member of the Raiders. I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah, he's still in the roster. Yeah. He's still a member, and they're going to, you know, take their sweet time. And again, I don't see, you know, Derek Carr is not going to do them any favors if, if they, you know, trade him somewhere where he doesn't want to go. I mean, he, he he could veto that, so it'll be. I know he wants to be. He wants outright release, so it's going to be interesting to see. And you would think that there could come to a to a common agreement here, you know. And uh, who are those conversations, you know, that he's got having is it, is it with Mark Davis? Is it Dave Ziegler? Is it is it um, Josh McDaniels? Is it all of them together? You know. But again, you know, McDaniels and Ziegler they have no allegiance to Carr, you know. But but you know, there's a different relationship with Carr, I think, in in Mark. Yeah, I definitely think there are different relationships going on between the different levels, like you said. Um, I think with in what they're looking at now, the idea is just to get somebody in that knows the system that yeah. can get them to playoffs and ideally a win in the playoffs and ideally even more a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> so when you hear about the no trade clause, that's always an interesting thing because that gives Carr kind of full autonomy over how he directs and drives his ship to where he needs to go, what's next best for him. Um, and that was probably a smart thing by them to do that. But even if you get cut and the Raiders, I think, would get a dead cap hit of somewhere in the neighborhood of five to seven million. I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. I forgot about uh, the exact number, but I know it's right in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not too terrible of a hit. Uh, what they would do uh, with you know money wise and how it would affect the cap. So I, I feel like for the Raiders, the best case scenario, if you can't get any good value back for Carr and that you don't have somebody that's going to willingly inherit the hundred, you know, twenty plus million that remains on that contract, then you're going to have to think about well, can we just you know part cut our ties and then move on. And I think they have a three day window from the Super Bowl in which to do so um, after the Super Bowl. And then they can try to go uh, into the next phase of, you know, courting the next uh, quarterback, which a lot of people keep buzzing the name Tom Brady around Jimmy Garoppolo and buzzing around. Why? Cause they still have con, you know, connection with yeah. the system. Um, and I think that 
if you have, though, somebody like Lamar Jackson or the opportunity to get him or what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Of course, I think Rodgers and Brady are both a little on the older side, so you'd only have you know, a couple of years maybe with them. Do they come? How does it work with their contract? You know, obviously Brady a free agent, but with Aaron Rodgers' case, it's different. So those are things where I think you really have to evaluate what the best option is for you out there. I'm sure a lot of people heard Tom Brady's speech after he played the Cowboys and it didn't sound like he was really hanging around the Buccaneers. <laughs> right facility much longer he was like yeah i'm good peace <laughs> but, uh, after that that cowboys outing too for me it's like do these raiders really 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 want to invest in tom brady after seeing how he took hits after seeing the performance there were obviously some misreads on plays communication routes things like that but on the other hand there's also i think a lot of him kind of throwing it into the dirt, tossing it away. I know his offensive line isn't what it was and all of that. I get it. But at the same time, how much of that was just what he has left versus the scenario that he's in? You know what I mean? So it's like I'm trying to get a handle on what exactly he has left because there weren't a lot of games that he had with multiple touchdowns that he was throwing, and I get that his offensive line was decimated. But at the same time, you know, it's like if you're putting up all those passing yards – how you not equate it to touchdowns in the red zone? <laughs> She's Heidi Fang. Catch her. Las Vegas com. She's got videos. She's got a TikTok. You got TikTok going? Huh? You got a TikTok you out there? You know you're playing Los Tucanes de Tijuana? I have, but I never do anything with it. I'm kind of a voyeur until I figure it out. I right, got you. All I don't know what to post. What do I TikTok about? I Dancing to Los Tucanes de Tijuana? That would be good. Or, you know, uh, summarize the, the Raiders season with a, uh, a, a a lyric, a dance, a song. That's that's your TikTok. That's your TikTok breakout. There it is. Heidi Fang summarizes the Raiders season. Dancing like, to La Chona. There you go. <laughs> We're out of here, girl. We appreciate you taking the time and joining us. Uh, we will have to do more nonsense with you again very, very soon, okay? You got it. Ciao this forever. Was, this was uninterrupted, too. Is that? Outstanding. No kids, no no uh, security guards, no, here. patrons. He's out there. I just got him a Mario track to keep racing on. <laughs> Goodbye, girl. We'll see you later. Bye, later. <laughs> Heidi Fang.